What's going on, guys? Welcome to March's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth. Hi, Chevy. Chris is not joining us today. He will uh, give us his opinions on the games we played in March next time he's on the show, so stay tuned for that. Also, we have Game of the Month coming up very soon as well, where he'll be picking his Game of the Month, so hopefully he can make it for that episode. That would be really weird to be like, we don't know what the Game of the Month is. we got to wait. So uh, he'll be back soon, and we will talk to him about these games and among us which is our game of the month make sure to play that and uh come back in a couple days when we talk about that um but yeah in uh, march we played final Fantasy 7 remake remnant from the ashes maquette and farpoint well at least i've played farpoint and we'll be talking about that but quick reminder that we have a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spot find other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have a patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel further than liking commenting sharing this video and subscribing if you're brand new um, okay, so we played uh, three games this month. Before we jump into Final Fantasy VII Remake, Remnant from the Ashes, and Maquette, uh, you didn't play Farpoint. Correct. Probably, I'm assuming. Uh, I have played it. Um, and even though I said we we're not going to discuss it in full, for anybody who maybe was curious about uh, you know, an opinion on that, uh, I have played Farpoint. And as a VR game, um, it's pretty fun. The shooting in it is decent enough, but... The game does feel like a very, very simple FPS. So if it's just an FPS without being VR, it wouldn't even be on my radar. As a VR game, I think it's serviceable. Um, it was very neat when it first came out. Uh, now we've got games like Half-Life Alex and stuff. The bar has gone up so much that um, it's really hard for me to be super impressed with it. But it is a uh, story-based VR game. There's a full game to play there, which is definitely to its credit. That's awesome. I love when games have done that because... Anyone who's played a lot of VR games knows most of them are like these little experiences, little yeah. toys, stuff to kind of interact with. So it's a full game, but it is kind of like just walking forward and shooting things that move. Um, I won't go into the story, but um, it's a pretty fun VR game. And if you have uh, PSVR, hopefully you got a chance to play it. Um, it's definitely um, a reason to own the PlayStation VR gun. Mm. I do have that. It worked very well with it. And uh, yeah, if I was going to grade it at this point in VR kind of feels unfair. I'd probably give it a B minus just because I do appreciate that they have a VR game with a story. It's just like an actual game you can play through. Um, but gameplay wise, it would not stack up to really anything in modern times if it wasn't a VR game. So gameplay wise, it's okay. So anyway, with that out of the way, let's talk about the other three games. Uh, I feel like we should probably talk about Maquette first. Okay. If you guys didn't get a chance, Maquette is a story-based kind of narrative, almost like a walking simulator type game, but it's also a puzzle game. It's absolutely a puzzle game, mostly but it kind of has that vibe of like you go through these different parts and there's this narrative that's happening where people oh, yeah. are talking to each other. It's a really weird kind of hybrid, but it's absolutely a puzzle game where you have like a center miniature of the place you're at and you interact with that miniature to change your surroundings so you can progress through stages. Do you think that's a pretty good way to describe I mean, it you, you said more i would i would just call it a puzzle game and call it good so well it is a puzzle game but it's it's, <laughs> it's a little more than that though I, that I found as i played it um we both played it and uh i'm dying to know your impressions of maquette in march okay um so i mean anyone who follows the channel probably has heard this a million times by but now we but, love puzzle games uh, around here yeah not puzzle game fans <laughs> yeah so um 
having said, my expectations were pretty low. And uh, honestly, it kind of matched that for me. This game is 100% a puzzle game. And if you love that kind of stuff, um, I'm glad you got your hands on one. Uh, the game, the game has. You got your hands on a puzzle game. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so, like, for me, playing the game, I, I wanted to give it a shot because there's been a couple times we've got puzzle games and I thought they were okay. Um, and I don't hate this game. I, I want to throw that out there real quick. I don't actually have anything against it other than I just, it's not my speed. So, um, but you go through, you you go through this narrative in the beginning where it teaches you the one of like two buttons the game has to offer. And then you go through a door and then you get to the scene where you talked about where you have the, the miniature and the actual place. And you do a combination of putting things in the puzzle to make you know, smaller vert or taking them out, make smaller versions and then putting them back in to make larger versions. And then you can duplicate that process to make even smaller or larger things and placing them in the right spot to be able to keep progressing, get another little pinch narrative with a little too much ooey gooey storytelling <laughs> there. So, um, and I don't think there's a whole lot more can add to it. It's a decent looking game. So, I mean, I appreciate that, but it was a PS five only game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pretty simple to play. So, I mean, that's, that's, uh, I feel like the game could have did a little better in kind of, and once you get it, it, it there's no not getting it anymore, but yeah. the game does not really, it, it starts out kind of with a little, a, a half-assed tutorial and then it's absent. Yeah. And so like at one point I was playing it and I was like, how do how do I do this? What am I supposed to fucking do? Right. And it's not even what I'm supposed to do in sense of like a puzzle, but like, I was like, how do you do this? And then, like, I figured it out. I'm like, oh. And then after that, like, I wasn't, there's no confusion anymore. But, like, the game literally, like, for a split second goes, you can do this and this. And then it's just gone. Yeah. It's not even like, yeah, it's a tutorial now. It's just like, bye. And it's like, okay, bye. Well, and really, the puzzles aren't, like, super complicated either, especially no. once you understand the gimmick. Um, when, yeah, once you get what we're playing with, that starts to make sense. Because there was, like, the first two puzzles, and then I got kind of confused on one. But when I figured that one out, the puzzles after that, some of them I walked right through yeah. instantly. As soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh, this, this, this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I it it kind of failed in a, in a lot of ways for me personally just because, like, I didn't find it super engaging. The the, the puzzles were based off of one gimmick. So, um, you know, once you had an understanding of that, the, the puzzle aspect's gone anyways. And after that, it's just a narrative game with a story that honestly I, I, I feel is a little forgettable. So um, it, it was okay, but, you know, I definitely am not the right guy. So yeah. <laughs> um, I started out before I played it being apprehensive because I was like, ah, oh, it's a fucking puzzle game. I'm not big on puzzle games. Every once in a while there's one that I like, but this one I was like, yeah, we'll see. And then I started playing it and I hated it instantly. As soon as I started playing, I was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. Um, but as I played it, I started to kind of appreciate it, which is really interesting. Um, I actually like this game a lot more than I thought I would. Not enough to beat it. Don't get me wrong. It ain't happening. But um, mostly because the story part, I don't like. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody who played this game and kind of really dug the story, I'm not talking shit. I'm saying for me personally, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not into it. I'm not really into like the the kind of like soft-spoken indie like oh hey we were like you know going out and we're doing this thing we're on a date blah 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 I'm not, this doesn't do anything for me yeah but um but the puzzles i thought were really not 
they're clever, but not in like a pull my hair out of my head. I got to figure out this puzzle way. They're clever in the sense of what they're playing with. And I said that earlier. And what I mean by that is uh, there's other puzzle games out there that like play with perspective. You have objects, you change them. And this, I thought it was like that. I actually said that at the beginning of the month. I thought it was a game like that because I saw in the trailer something looked like that. And in a way it is like that, but it's different because like you get a piece, you, you put it in this little miniature area of the exact same place you're at and it enters the real world you're in but also vice versa, which is really interesting. I actually didn't know you could jump into the miniature and run around in there until I tried it. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Um, I actually got to about halfway through the second area. I, I assume you probably didn't even get to the second area. Um, it's um, a whole, I didn't, but I did watch Chris play through almost the entire game. Okay. Um, but uh, how long is it? Do you know? Not very. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I was playing. I was like, "This feels like it's gonna be like a four or five hour game." I feel it's gonna be closer to two, but yeah, yeah. it's pretty short. Um, I'll have to look up the average play time of it, but that's gonna vary in a game like that because people figure yeah, things out differently, sure. different speed. But um, but yeah, I uh, just as, as an example, if you don't want to hear how to solve one of the puzzles in the game, I'm gonna be vague too. So probably gonna know which one it is, or you might. But skip like. 30 seconds one, one of the ones i thought was kind of clever that i couldn't figure out at first but once i figured it out i'm like yeah that, that's kind of cool is you unlock this this like metal piece that looks like a ticket mm-hmm. and then you can drop it like into the world and it's huge and you're like what the fuck do i do with that but then when you pick that up and put it into like the small or uh, into the when you look on the map and find where it's at it's actually small and you can pick that up mm-hmm. and then so it's interesting. Before that, you find like a bridge piece. You put it in there. Now there's a giant bridge. And in your brain, you're like, oh, I got to put the small things in to make the big things. But then you do the ticket and you're like, where the fuck does this go? Yeah. It's, it's weird shaped. Where does this go? I was like looking at the whole thing. I'm like, what do I do with this? And then reverse engineered that in the sense of like I found a ticket box. You're actually talking with me, telling me like, oh, hey, check that thing out. And uh, I did it backwards. Fucking put the piece, looked for it in the small miniature grabbed the piece, walked over there, put in the ticket box and opened up the area. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of really interesting things. There's one where you um, can kind of like look through. It's interesting. There's like this pathway you walk across, you put a bridge down. It's like a, you take the key, you put it in there uh, on this like gap area and it forms a bridge in real life. So you run across the bridge and you can look through this huge hole and you can see where you were just at mm-hmm. before you went in there. This is going to be confusing for anybody who didn't play the game, but if you did play, you probably know what I'm talking about. You can take the key and you end up putting it in that window you looked through and it opens something up. It's it's really interesting. So they, they they have some really clever puzzles. Um, I wasn't some even like color crystal puzzles later too where like you can't actually get to both places, but you can set the crystal down inside yeah. the puzzle and open the doors. And, yeah. mm-hmm. so. and so they they got a lot of really cool ideas. I wasn't into the puzzle itself. I was into the creativity of what they did with the puzzles every time i solved one i was like oh that's, that was actually really neat that's really neat um but but it's a puzzle game not really big on puzzle games the story doesn't do anything for me at all and every time that happened i like zoned out you said you forgot it i don't even know i don't think i was even paying attention as it happened i didn't forget it I never 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 got in my brain um so it didn't do much for me there but uh but yeah overall is i i liked it more than i thought i would so uh that's definitely to its credit um but will I come back to it? Probably not. Um, as I was playing, I was thinking about other games I wanted to play. I only played it because, you know, 
uh, for the show, you know, uh, dedication to that. So uh, otherwise, I probably would have never played it. But that's the, that's the thing that's great about PlayStation Plus is I get to play games that I typically wouldn't, you know, even look into. Um, so definitely enjoyed uh, checking it out. It was nice playing something like this. I, th- I feel like uh, this month kind of had a good range anyway, and we'll talk about that more with the other games. Mm. But uh, you know, got a puzzle game, an RPG, and a uh, shooter. So uh, last year we were kind of complaining about some of the months. You got like two of the same genre <laughs> two games. Two story games, yeah. yeah. In one month. So this this year it feels like so far they're doing a better job with that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this was the PS5 game you said? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully you guys got a chance to play that. Um, yeah, all in all, pretty cool. Jump into recommendations. Does you have anything else to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody who is into uh, puzzle games. First off, for sure, uh, it is a puzzle game. Uh, if you like figuring things out, if you like, uh, you know, scratching your head and going, "Wait, where does this thing go? What does this thing do?" Uh, you'll probably dig this game. the The thing that I'm surprised by though is if you're into games like uh, everyone went to the Rapture, um, uh, Dear Esther, Adventures. Uh, just like you know, narrative-driven adventure games, walking simulator games, um, you might dig this as well because it does have a similar vibe to it. It's got really cool locations, really whimsical looking. Um, when you complete the puzzles, you do go on this kind of journey that has this story that's unfolding. A lot of vague wording that I am assuming you know builds up to something. I don't know. I didn't beat the game, but uh, it has it has a similar vibe to that. It's not the best I've played, but uh, I thought it was kind of a cool hybrid because this game could have easily just put you in next to that miniature and went figure it out but there's like a whole thing going on just not for me um if you like quirky games visually quirky games i would say check it out maybe um i don't think it's going to be a huge selling point but it does have a look to it that i found very interesting um a lot of the locations are um are small, they're little compact areas, but they're kind of creative in the way they did it. One kind of looked like a like a neighborhood in a cul-de-sac with a with a house floating above it. That was kind of interesting. Uh, another one was like a castle. Um, one had like all these plants like that. Uh, really cool locations. So if you kind of like um, you know quirky visual games, um, you might be into it. I don't know if it's an indie game. I assume it is. Uh, if you like indie games, definitely check it out as well. Uh, I know people who only play indie games, so that's some reason I'm even throwing that out there. Uh, other than that, I don't know who I would recommend it to because most people I know in, in real life, I don't think would play this game. Yeah, I don't know too many either. Um, I, I think the only thing I would add, um, and it's just more of like a, an addition to the adventure game aspect, is if you like those old school ones like Myst, mm. um, it definitely kind of falls into that category. Uh, Longest Journey, etc. So. Siberia is what I meant to say. Yeah. So. Um. Anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. So. Fuck. I'm gonna give this game uh, a B minus. It's higher than I thought I'd go. Um. I feel like if I gave it a C, it's a little too low. I kind of wanted to give it a C plus, but I think it's better than that because most puzzle games. I don't really have too much of an opinion on. I just played them like, eh, whatever, eh, whatever. Uh, this game, though, I kind of really dug a lot of the environmental uh, puzzles. Um, the story stuff does nothing for me, but that's that's not enough to like put it into a negative for me. It's just I didn't pay attention to it. The core gameplay still there. The imagination still there. And that it even uh, made me go from, eh, this game's going to suck, to, eh, it's not, not bad. It's kind of interesting. I, I, I 
feel deserves praise. So uh, B minus. Um, I'm gonna give it a C. It uh, it does what it's supposed to do, but it's pretty simple in nature, and uh, I doesn't really have any faults other than like my own personal, you know, uh, distaste for the the style of game it is. Um, I also don't think it does a very good job of, like you said, the tutorial aspect or even um, the storytelling is like if it's it's in there, but it's just like kind of barely in there. So um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, C is fine. Yeah, fair. Anything else to say on it? Nope. All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Maquette. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Were you interested in playing if you didn't get a chance to play it? Or is this game you're like, no, I'm not into that kind of game? Um, are, do you like puzzle games? What's your favorite puzzle game? And also, do you like uh, adventure games where you walk around, there's like a narrative happening, or old games like Myst? Do you, are you old enough to remember that fucking game? <laughs> Let us know what you're thinking about in the comments below. The second game we played this month was Remnant from the Ashes, which is a one, two, three player, third person Souls-like shooter uh, that is procedurally generated in which you and up to two other people with you uh, go from a hub go to uh, locations like Earth and then other places that are definitely not Earth. Uh, you go through these places, you shoot enemies, you uh, get trade points to level up your skills, you get um, weapons that will always be in the same location, so it's not like you know random loot. Um, and it's built up kind of like a Souls game in that sense. And uh, yeah, different uh, sections of the map may show up, may not show up in this playthrough or that playthrough. So it's procedurally generated in that sense, not like Minecraft where it's just random shit. Um, and yeah, we both played it. And I'll jump in first when it comes to impressions. So uh, I've talked about this game quite a bit uh, already before this month. I bought and played it when it came out. And I've played it off and on since then. Um... And honestly, it's really cool to return to it because this is a game that I'm always looking for excuse to play, but it's always kind of hard to coordinate playing it with people. And this is a game that I think definitely benefits when you play with other people. It's fun on its own, in my opinion, but I think it's really fun with people. A lot of fun. Um, it is, you know, definitely inspired by Souls-like games, um, but it doesn't have the same difficulty to it. But definitely, it definitely is trying to do that. And I think it's more fun when you and friends are like, struggling and risking your life stuff like that somebody goes down and you only have like one dragon heart left to like get somebody back up stuff like that i think it's really uh, a blast um so yeah pretty much what i did this month is mostly played this on pc to be honest and i'm not <laughs> going to talk about that um but i played it a lot i think i put like 30 hours into it this month on pc and on uh ps4 i played it because that's what we're talking about here and what i did there was um play with you and chris uh, which is really cool. We actually beat the whole, and it's not like that big a deal, but we, we beat the Earth um, section of the game. We went through all of that. Um, we fought, you know, the bosses that were given to us. We got a lot of the good um, events that happened. They give you good uh, equipment. Uh, like I said before, I've played this game, so I was looking for specific things. Uh, me and Josh played recently as well, and I kept re-rolling Earth because I'm like, we need this, we need this, we need that. <laughs> um we got the AR from yeah. the monkey key room. That was cool um, on the first run. Um, and we didn't have a whole lot of issues. We kind of just walked through and shot everything and stuff like that. Minus the last boss. Of yeah, the, the we, area. we went down once with the dragon at the very end. Um, multiple silly circumstances at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It, just like a Souls game, it's 
sometimes not just a direct result of an enemy being better than you. It's just something didn't go right, and it's a chain reaction, Mm -hmm. and everything goes awry. Um, But yeah, so... I, I really dig this game. I think it's a really uh, fun shooter. I do prefer it on PC, but on PS4, it plays great. Um, I, I think the shooting in the game, the uh, the mechanics uh, are rewarding. I think the game definitely incentivizes um, aiming for certain parts of the body, similar to a game like Borderlands, except for you get uh, a more visceral reaction and a visceral reward for hitting those critical points in this game it's nice that you can put like four or five rounds into a character or an enemy or hit them in the critical spot like twice and drop them it really makes you try and aim for those spots and it feels really good when you hit them the aiming is tight feels really good the weapons are all interesting and they only get more interesting uh, as you play further it's also a game similar to a souls game that you can like use one of the beginning weapons keep upgrading that and it's going to be viable throughout the whole game. So whatever weapon you're feeling, unless there's a couple weapons, I think are pretty shit, but (laughs) most of the weapons in the game, I have a hard time cycling or picking which one I want because I'm like, Oh, this one feels really good. Like I'm still, I'm still using the hunting rifle. It was my starting weapon with Mm -hmm. the class I picked. And, um, it's so satisfying. The fire rate, the, you know, with my build right now, I got like a bunch of stuff that, uh, does more damage if I hit him in weak spots, but I also have a crit uh, chance increase. So like that gun just really uh, works for me um, with the amount of damage it does. Um, and even like the original pistol, the pistol just goes pop, 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 mm. pop, just the pistol, but it like feels really good, even though the SMG is much better. Uh, That's one thing we did as well, as I showed you guys right in the beginning of the game. And I think in the footage here, you may see it. I may just release a video showing where it's at. The very beginning of the game, you can unlock like a really great mm. sidearm. Um, like right in the like like right in the beginning, you start. There's a fucking there's a key card. You go back to the ward and you can go get that SMG. Um, so I showed you guys that and and where to get that early armor. Um, that's always fun. I did that with Josh as well on PC. It's <laughs> like and we had been playing already. And then when he came back in my game, I was like, I had the SMGs. Like, oh, is that the Spitfire? I'm like, no. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, let's go. And I showed him that. Um, I was like, I'm not using the fucking Spitfire. He loves that gun. Um, every, t- every time I'm, like, behind an enemy and he's in front of him and I'm, like, shooting him from behind, he'll, like, whip out the flamethrower and start blasting the enemy and me. Oh, I just nice. get lit on fire. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's like, oh, I didn't see you. Um, no situational awareness. Uh but yeah, the uh, the locations are really cool. Um, I'm sick of playing Earth. Yeah, I've played I've played Earth so many times in this month alone. I've done it like seven times, I think. Like I I'm I'm ready to keep playing the game. Um, the difficulty does ramp up as soon as you leave Earth too, which is kind of cool because like I went to the desert area after that and I forgot how much harder it gets there. Um, it also has a really good variety of um, these random events that happen. So like I said before, kind of like uh, Warframe, um, it has like a tile set for the layout of the maps. And when you start a new campaign or re-roll the campaign, you can do that anytime, uh, it'll redo 
the tile set and sometimes you won't get certain events and sometimes you will um so like there'll be a dungeon where there's like a cultist you can talk to there's another dungeon where you run into a dude who's going crazy because he's got a mask on his face and you can try and get the mask from him um all these things and then in the desert there's there's scenarios that are very different like one where you're just irradiated and you have a time limit before you die and you got to get through the dungeon as fast as possible but there's a reward at the end um it's this variety that makes the game uh, really fun and rewarding to play, but also um, satisfying to play over and over again. Like I said, I've, I've re-rolled my campaign on Earth multiple times. I'm playing two different saves, yeah. and I'm still not bored of this game. Um, it's really fun to play with people. Shooting's great. Action's fun. The enemies are uh, fun, but can be repetitive. And... Um, but I guess that's coming from me, the guy who keeps re-rolling his campaign, because um, there's plenty of enemies. And uh, yeah, another real quick thing I wanted to touch on is I bought the DLCs for both PS4 and PC, so I'm going to talk about it on PS4 just a little bit. This is not, uh, this did not come with the game, but just to kind of throw it out there, I think it's still on sale for six bucks. Both DLCs um, are six bucks a piece on PS4, and uh, I beat subject twenty. 492 or something like that. I, I forgot what the number is. And uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of new weapons there. Six new weapons, like eight bosses or whatever. And uh, I would definitely recommend picking that up if you are curious about it. The other one just has like a survival mode. Mm-hmm. So if you want that, it's like a roguelike because you start out with nothing, you progress, and as you run through, you find the traits that when you die and restart the roguelike survival mode, you don't have the traits anymore. So it's kind of neat in on paper, but I, don't, I mean, Josh weren't feeling when we we're playing at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those and boats are probably like the least exciting for me in games anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt tacked on, but then the one that's not that the subject, whatever that one's worth it, especially if you can get it on sale for six bucks, it's a whole new area, new weapons, new ways to play, new bosses. And those bosses are some of the best bosses in the game I've played against so far. So that's absolutely worth it. I hope they continue to uh, support the game like that because it's it's a really good DLC and very fairly priced. But, you know, it's not a full expansion, but it is a whole new section. Uh, only thrown out there in case somebody's curious about that. I feel like I should let you guys know. Um, and, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this game. I really enjoy playing it. I've been having a blast playing it, like, all month. I've pretty much only played this game all month so um yeah I had, a, I had a good time playing it on two different uh setups yeah um i only played it on console and i only played it the, the one night with with you and chris but uh we did play quite a bit that night so i feel like i got a pretty good idea minus like you know the entirety of of the the range of enemies and later weapons and stuff but um <clears throat> so the one thing i will say about uh the the game on console is it it plays very well um i ended up picking the weapon you were using on pc which i believe is the hunting rifle yeah um and i did like it a lot but the whole time i did kind of wish i had a mouse but it wasn't too bad you said like four times you're like i wish i had a mouse keyboard i'm like you should buy it for pc It's just kind of rough when you use an accuracy weapon like that on console because you have to really rely on strafing. Sniper rifle is even worse. In fact, not to just interrupt, but like when I was playing on PC, it's like not, it's it's the difficulty is completely different. I should just start on hard over there because like I shoot people before they ever get near me and they're done. 
And on PS4, I'm actually like dodging and rolling yeah. and trying to like get away from people and stuff like that. It's a completely different experience just because my aim with the mouse is so much faster, especially in that game. Mm. It has very tight aiming. It feels great on PS4, but because of, you know, I can't use high powered precision weapons yeah. like I do on PC. Um, so I'm have to, having to unload into people with machine guns and shit. Yeah, well, and so the what I ended up having to do a lot of times was um, I would just like try to start aiming way ahead of time. I like if I saw up the road there was someone, I would just try to pop some shots off at him as you guys were rushing at him. And if someone did get close, I'd switch my pistol real quick and, and just unload as fast as I could into him, which does work and the pistol is viable. So um, they did a good job in that regard. Because a lot of times you you when you play an accuracy character in games and they give you a pistol, the pistol is just there. It might as well not be. There's so many games, like 95% of all games, if there's a pistol, they're like, that's a sidearm in case you're on ammo and you need a gun. I'm like, that never happens. Yeah. I'm never going to need this. Yeah. Like, make it a viable weapon. And this game does do that for sure. Yeah. The only other example I can think of uh, would be like Battlefield. Yeah. Because it's fast and reloading. It Any realistic people. shooter yeah. typically makes pistols viable. But then at, again, you know, some kind of assault rifle is going to be more viable because they'll probably drop in one shot and yeah, it's yeah. that full auto. But yeah. Yeah. One, I'm just even just referring to like if you have a sniper rifle or, or a slower, like, you oh, know, accuracy yeah. based weapon, the pistol is actually viable in this game, similar to a game like Battlefield versus like I've like played other games where the pistol might as well not exist because the damage output just is garbage. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Outclassed by everything. Yeah. Um, I do also appreciate that the game does have um, other options for your your sidearm. Um, I do think it's a little boring when games only give you pistols as that option. I Mm -hmm. do like when games are like, a submachine gun is also a tiny weapon. You can use that. A sawed-off shotgun is also a tiny weapon. You can use that. Stuff like that I like. So. Yeah, I just got a pistol on the PC version that is essentially a rifle. It shoots once, you have to reload, though. Gotcha. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so and I, and I like that kind of stuff because your secondary weapon should also be fun to use so that you can change it up or if in the moment you do need a ranged you know, or a, a more powerful weapon, um, even having that option of being like, uh, spray and pray with your main weapon and then your secondary being like a powerful just boom weapon is also fun sometimes mm-hmm. um, so and the game the game embraces that and I really appreciate that um, you mentioned earlier this game is better with people I would 100% agree with that even just playing it with you guys I could tell right away I will never play the game by myself won't happen <laughs> but playing uh, not even just with one person but with two extra people um even when I was getting frustrated at certain parts of it, it wasn't to the point where I was like getting upset at the game as much as just like I was having a bad moment, but I was having a good time because I was playing uh, with you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think a good example of that was uh, I think one of the first or second boss <coughs> was not going my way, <laughs> but because we were able to just do it as a group, I didn't feel so useless. So, one thing on that too is um, you know the way the way they do multiplayer in Souls games is fun and fine. I don't think of Souls yeah. games as multiplayer games. Even though yeah. you can do it, I don't think of them like that. For sure. And so like there's that gimmick to get somebody in your game. I really like that this game just has no bullshit multiplayer. Yeah. You just fucking send an invite or someone joins your game if you have set up for like friends or whatever and you can just play together. There's no rules, no stipulations. Yeah. The only thing is if somebody goes down, uh, you have these things called dragon hearts. They, they heal you. You have a limited amount until you go to a bonfire, essentially a checkpoint and you can use 
use those to get people up. So the more you have to get people up, the more it's going to get hard for people because you have less dragon hearts to survive with. For sure. And um, and just thinking about us fighting the bosses together, um, it's cool because you get that experience in other games like Neo and 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 you know Dark Souls stuff like that. But um, it's cool to just be able to play, go to the boss, have that feeling of conquering the boss together with friends and just continuing playing. Yeah. Like you play the whole fucking game, just multiplayer. Well, and it's, it's, it's awesome. Like it's, I just appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Well, and I think a good way to like also kind of compare that is like me and you played code vein for a little bit and I had a lot of fun playing that co-op, Yeah, but it is traditional uh, in the, in the sense of you have to join someone's game, but someone had to have already beaten it. And once you beat a boss, you get kicked out and, um, it's just frustrating. It makes co-op. Well, it's system was weird because people couldn't play levels that they weren't on. Yeah. It's not the same as Neo two. Uh, cause Neo two, you have to have beaten it to play with somebody else. Right. Whereas in code vein, we had to be on the same level. So our system was, we beat it on mine and then we beat it on yours. And then we go to the next one. We beat it on mine. We beat it on yours. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, you so weren't we're, allowed to replay. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were like essentially grinding to get yeah. through uh, both of our levels, but we're able to progress like that. Whereas like in a game like Neo, somebody has to have like theoretically beaten the game to come back and help you play. And I kind of fucking hate that. Yeah. The difficulty has gone then. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like do the thing like code vein or something, but I hate that system of like, oh, you can play with somebody, but you need to have beaten those levels. I'm like, well, where's the fun and challenge in that? I well, feel like I'm just escorting someone through the game then. Well, and without going down this too far, mm-hmm. I, I did really enjoy, I think it was in, I think it's Demon's Souls actually, and I don't know if it's the same in the remake, but in the original, um, there's just points in the game you were allowed to summon help and someone had to be waiting at that point. So yeah. like, if you're both there, you could just it's, it still takes uh an item or something like that. There was a resource, sure, but like yeah. uh there was no like I had to have beaten this or, or whatever type of thing to it. Yeah. Um you could just do it. So uh, anyways, that being said, uh for the most part, I mean I, I enjoyed myself. Um I don't necessarily have like a fondness for like um the aesthetic or anything like that, and I don't have any issues with it either. It just doesn't really stand out to me. Uh, but uh for the most part uh, I had more fun than not. I had a couple of times where I had frustrations. Um, but I do think those were more in part, uh, either to just luck of the draw with the, the scenario I was in at the time, or, um, you know, we did plays after work, like makes it kind of hard. Cause I come home tired. It's really hard for me to be in. Like, we're filming this after work too. Yes. It, it affects everything. Yeah. So, um, there's a serious energy drain there and it makes yeah. it kind of difficult, but, um, yeah, I mean, I had a good time and I, and I think, uh, I think it was a, a pretty good get to, to, to get this month because, uh, a lot of times when we get a game spe- specifically a shooter, I play them, but I don't play them a lot. So this has a slightly different vibe than just like a shooter though, just because yeah. like the the unique weapons you're finding the secrets which is something i didn't touch on uh, and the combat's challenging it, it kind of feels like an rpg because you're getting trait points it does like that. yeah um so yeah i i do appreciate that it wasn't just like another like shooter yeah and no, i'm no, a guy I, who likes shooters and i agree with that um uh it's gonna be kind of a weird comparison but also like you know outriders is coming out soon yeah kind of a similar vibe in that regard minus the gameplay loop but um 
Yeah. I played Outriders and then I wanted to play Remnant because I didn't have Outriders to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not the same, but they kind of have a similar vibe to yeah, them. I think they kind of scratch a similar itch. Yeah. So just uh, Outriders is a little closer to Gears of War in the sense of like how you fight stuff, whereas in um, Remnant, it's a little more Dark Souls in the sense that For if sure. you make one misstep, someone can combo you and kill you. If you're playing against things that you should be playing against, yeah. my character, they're not fucking killing well, and it uses And it uses the bonfire and the Estus system and stuff like that. It has so. a pacing to it I really yeah. dig. And also, just to say one more time, I really, really like the shooting in the game. It's really tight. It feels yeah, really I mean, good. I, and I didn't play it on PC, but it, I mean, yeah. on a controller, it felt fine. So yeah. if you're used to playing these kind of games on a controller, I'm sure it feels good. So Yeah. Um, even hopping between the two, I had to like kind of get used to playing on controller. But once I did, like, it, yeah, it, it, it works great. Um, every time I try to play Destiny on my PlayStation, I'm like, oh, God, I forgot how to aim After playing this. Destiny 2 <laughs> on PC, I don't want to play it anywhere else. No. Um, <laughs> that's another game. We were talking about that before. Some games just really... All, a lot of games feel great on PC. I would argue you could play in control, of course, but on mouse mm-hmm. and keyboard, some games do not play good on mouse and keyboard. But shooters, typically, unless it's an Ubisoft game, has a weird floaty feeling, um, yeah. typically play better. But some games play really fucking good on pc like they're just so fine-tuned in their sensitivities like that and you can of course adjust that in a lot of games but some games just nail it and like remnant is one of those games and destiny is one of those games i, I play a game like the difficulty has changed because <laughs> <laughs> like the the mouse and keyboard feel is just so good yeah that I feel way more in control of the situation um, one last thing i want to talk about real quick before we go into uh recommendations is uh, the the secrets system. So it has something that kind of like uh, similar to Dark Souls games. You can talk to an NPC, and if you talk to them long enough, they might mm. give you something. This game has a lot of really cool little things like that. So like, there's this dude. I'm about to just give you guys a bunch of secrets. There's a dude named like Mud Tooth or something like that. He's up in a in an airplane. This dude just talks. He's really annoying. And you're just like, and I remember when I originally played, I was like, shut the fuck up. And like, he's a vendor. You check out a shop. He sells bullshit. Um. But if you listen to a story, and it takes forever, you listen to a story for long enough, he, uh, it's kind of like bittersweet. He's like, oh, I'm going to give you this ring. He's like, I was going to give it to my son, but, well, he never showed up. And he's like, it's yours now. And you get a, you get a fucking item out of it. And it's a really good item at that point in the game. And when I found that out, I'm like, that's fucking dope. I didn't know this guy gave you shit. Um, the cultist I talked about earlier, you can go in there, and there's like these two hearts that are inside like root. And then there's a cultist at the end. And a lot of people see these things and go, oh, I'm going to shoot those. You shoot them, you destroy them. When you find the cultist, he's pissed. He just attacks you. If you find him first and don't shoot the hearts, he essentially tells you, like, oh, isn't the rut great? Blah, 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 blah. And you go, uh-huh. And he's like, here. And he gives you something. And you're like, oh, cool. Then you go destroy the hearts. And when you go talk to him again, he's pissed. You kill him. You get another item. You get two items from this dude. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of scenarios in this game. Where there's even like random and it's it's a unique weapon or item um, on a unique uh, dead NPC, but and it might spawn and it might not. But like just in an alleyway, there's like a, a dead body that will spawn sometimes, and there's a ring on them. Um, it's these kind of things that like is it's it's really fun when you find them because it's not it's not randomized loot. It's like unique items. You find it, you're like, oh shit, I finally have this piece, or you know, because there's like set bonuses and stuff like that. Um, and it's really exciting, but it's also fun when you're playing with friends and like they didn't know about something. Like, oh, let me show you. Let's see if we find it. And it has this cool uh, unraveling mystery element to it that I think is uh, is is really cool. Yeah. 
Uh, let's jump into grade or not grades recommendations. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw some out there because I honestly, before this came out on PlayStation Plus, wanted everybody to play it. So I would recommend <laughs> it to everybody in that in the sense that this game deserves attention. Um, it kind of came out and. I only kind of heard about it. I picked it up because I'm that kind of person. But a lot of people probably looked over it. Um, I know when we started playing, you and Chris kind of didn't even know what kind of game it was fully. Uh, I started explaining. I didn't things. know what it was at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris didn't either. Yeah. Um, so as we were playing it, I, I like was listening to Chris and he was kind of going like, oh, "Okay, okay." Like he was actually like, I could tell he was like interested in things that were going on in the game. So like, well, he likes Souls games too. So yeah, that, yeah. So it it in that sense, I'm like, more people would have dug this game. They just didn't play because it, it's it's you know not a triple A game and uh, you know I only I only saw it on Steam because it's recommended to me, um, so lightly I would recommend it to most people. But if you're a uh, Souls born uh, fan, uh, anything that touches that genre, play it. It's not as difficult as those games, yeah. but it does take a lot of really cool ideas from them, and uh, I think you'll appreciate it. Um, if you like shooters play it if you like third person shooters play it. if you like first person shooters not first person but it plays very good as a shooter play it if you like games that have melee combat play it um it's not super strong in that regard but it does have items that give you ways to play with melee combat um if you like games with boss fights uh ones that you feel like you're conquering uh that boss when you beat him you're like whoo we did it play this game um, if you like games that have uh, random spawns of like uh, um, locations and items stuff like that play this game um, if you like games like left for dead play this game because it has a system where it will spawn like little mini bosses and stuff if you're going through the game too quick it's it's always different when you play the game um, yeah actually to to touch on that real quick we were running through so quickly that uh, it through like, like three dudes or something. I was gonna say like six or seven mini oh, bosses in a row. Been. It was ridiculous. I was just like, stop. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I feel like games where you like are finding secrets. You like legitimately, you go down a thing. And you're like, oh shit, this thing's here. Uh, play this. One thing I also want to throw out there too. I don't think every game needs to do this, but I love that this game does it. If I open a chest and grab stuff in there, everyone just gets it. Oh yeah. Whoever's playing with you just gets the item. If there's scrap, which is currency in the game, and I just run around, pick it up. If somebody else I'm playing with grabs that scrap, I just shows on the left side of my screen, I'm, I'm getting scrap. If someone finds a unique item, it, once they grab it, it just shows up on my screen. It says, you got this item. Uh, if you find a trait tome or knowledge tome, which gives you a trait point, if someone grabs that, it just shows up. It says, yeah. you got it now. And like I said, certain games would break immersion if it's like that. But that you can just hop into multiplayer with people in this game, and not have to worry about someone, you know, getting into a chest and grabbing everything, or if it was instance having to like spend time running over there. Oh, where are you at? Oh, I'm over here. I'm upstairs. Where at? Uh, upstairs to the left. Oh, okay. And then you have to go in there and grab the shit too. It just takes all that out, out, and you just—it's all about the combat. Yeah, I think I think the reason it works so well in this game is because the the items are set items. Yeah. Versus like in a game like. I don't know, Diablo, you know, Torchlight, whatever, stats are randomized. Yeah. That makes more sense to be like individual loot yeah. versus like shared loot like this is. Um, and when you do have a game with shared loot, um, there's nothing more frustrating than when people can just go snag it mm -hmm. from you. So 
Um, it is good that they just go, you know, we can just avoid that. If someone touches it, everyone gets it. And I do think it's a better system. So Yeah. And like I said, neither game needs it, no. but this game has it. I think it benefits the game. Yeah. Also, there's no penalty from dying. It's just, hey, you got to try it again. Yeah. Which is just, again, this game is about the combat and the gameplay. That's it. Um, but yeah, I could go on and on about recommendations. I don't think everybody will love this game. I think a lot of people who might not have even checked it out will like this game. I want more people to play this game and support this game in some way if you like it, because I would love a Remnant too. I might be showing my cards here a bit on my grade, but um, <laughs> I really dig this game, and I really hope they've made enough to make a sequel, because I think even though it is short in some departments, storytelling, um, even though they do, I didn't even touch on that either, they... They they try with oh, some they of the do, cinematics sure. pretty pretty decently, yeah. but it's not compelling in my opinion uh, enough for me to care about the story more yeah. than like the gameplay, I guess. But um, but but they did put the effort in for, for sure. sure. I will not I won't dock it for that. Um, but I would like a second game. So uh, hopefully they uh, they did well with this game enough to release it on PlayStation Plus, or at least maybe they're just trying to get DLC sales. I don't know. But anyway, I I would recommend to most people. Yeah. I think the only thing you didn't mention that I I think is kind of a necessary recommendation is if you look for a co-op game. Yeah. It is no bullshit. Definitely a game that is better with friends. Um, Not to say you can't play with yourself. You've done it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think there, the game definitely um, handles co-op very well Um, by doing no BS, everything, no BS loot, no BS multiplayer. uh, The penalties are, are, are very minimal uh so you can just like sit down play a game with your friends regardless of their skill level and the type of game and still have a good time i think so yeah for sure um did i grade first last time yes so i'm gonna let you grade it unless you have more recommendations (sighs) no okay um so i i'm gonna give it a b plus i think it is a a fun game um i do think i would enjoy it more on pc that's just personal preference obviously the game plays perfectly fine on console and if you got it for places plus and you haven't played it yet, you should definitely give it a shot because it is uh, it is worth playing. If you have two, you know, one or two, it's three player or four player. Three player. Co-op. So it has three player co-op. So if you got two buddies, um, it's a lot of fun playing it that way. We played it three player. It was uh, it was still fun. Things didn't just instantly die. You still had to fight things. It wasn't like super hard, but um, I also don't feel like you know. We were just slapping everything to death either. We still had to like shoot at them and like be somewhat decent at it. Uh, fortunately, I feel like the three of us were, were pretty confident, uh, competent uh, enough to where, you know, obviously we were walking through a lot of it. But, um, you know, that boss kind of stopped us in our tracks for a moment too. So, what is worth mentioning as well that there are difficulty levels. And if you reroll your campaign anytime, which you can do from the hub, hub, hub. Um, Ward 13 uh, you can go and you can re-roll the campaign you can change the difficulty and I think there's like three or four difficulties above normal so I also think the game worth, is too easy you could just do that at any time yeah I also think it's worth mentioning too that you had already played through the game a couple times at that point so part of the, the, the challenge being like I don't know what I'm doing was yeah. gone Yeah. so um, we pretty much got to play follow the leader which for me is fine but for some people I was like, oh, look over here. Oh, we're looking for this thing. Oh, this this dungeon. We got to do this, 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 yeah. and this. Yeah, and for me, like, unless I'm, like, super invested in, like, the challenge, which is yeah. almost never a thing for me. Um, yeah, I don't mind. I'm, I'm just, like, 
hanging out with my buddies. So. Yeah, in a lot of games, I don't like too much information given to me because I, I want to go in and be surprised. But in a game yeah. with like unique items like this, I don't want to like miss out on them. So yeah. I was like progressing with us, and I was like, "You guys need this gun." Yeah. I'm like, "I'd go show you where it's at." Yeah, and, and I, I generally, like I said, I don't really care about difficulty too much. I think the only time I really cared at all in a lot in recent history was probably Ghost of Tsushima. Um, just because the combat feels just so good in that game, but yeah, outside of that, I just want to play a video game. So, see the dude. Uh, this is in Taste Cast. We see the dude who made John Wick is making a Ghost of Tsushima movie. I have conflicting feelings about that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Maybe we can talk about it on different episodes. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No. I'm gonna give it a A minus. Um, it's a very solid game. I very much enjoy it. I like the aesthetic of it. I think the story is interesting enough. It's post-apocalyptic shit, but it's interesting enough. Combat is awesome. Multiplayer is awesome. Most of the weapons are viable and awesome. The abilities are awesome. Something I didn't touch on. Uh, there are abilities in the game. Uh, the trade point system is awesome. Uh, another thing I didn't touch on too is traits kind of unravel as you play the game. So if you do something enough, you'll unlock traits that you can oh, level yeah, up yeah. 20 times. Uh, if you kill uh, 100 enemies per weapon with 10 different weapons you unlock a trait stuff like that mm-hmm. um there's just so much about this game I, I really really dig and i think it's an awesome game i think it's really fun i think the music's decent i mean i think that it, there's not a whole lot of weaknesses with it outside of that it you know could have had a higher budget maybe but the game's still super clean looking the graphics are good i thought it looked good on ps4 um i don't think i have any like real complaints it just doesn't i don't think it's also it's it's not like outstanding either. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Every time I played it before this, I'd go play something else because I'm like, I'll come back to this at some point. I have, mm-hmm. and when I play it, I enjoy it. But yeah, there's nothing about it that's like insanely like amazing. But the game across the board, like I don't I don't have complaints about it. It's, yeah. And I really enjoy playing it, and I think it excels in the way guns feel in the combat. I think it feels great, and I also like that they had the balls to make a Souls like game with guns. That's difficult how do you make a game like that hard with guns unless it's like i guess doom but uh because that's a game that tries to be difficult as a first person shooter um otherwise you gotta crank that difficulty and like halo and have it on legendary but anyway i digress um overall i I really dig the game a lot um you know i would maybe go higher than i'm a minus but um i'll wait until they make a sequel maybe i'll uh, get a chance to go a or a plus on that one, but really great game. Recommend it everybody, and uh, it's 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 awesome and a lot of fun. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Unless you have anything else to say. No. Uh, what'd you think of Remnant from the Ashes? Did you play it? Did you not play it? Uh, do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, do you want to play it? If you didn't get a chance to play it for some reason, definitely check it out. Download it. It's free right now still. And uh, yeah, what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? And what? kind of character did you build i think you're kind of going for like a long range crit build i was going for weak point damage i tend to prefer support builds and i go for mobility i need stamina to roll around a lot um so yeah let us know what you're kind of doing in that game and what you typically play in games uh let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below last game we played and i we're already 52 minutes into this is final fantasy 7 remake yes um if you didn't get a chance to play that and you don't know what that is it is a remake from the ground up of the legendary game final fantasy 7 if you don't know what that is i don't know where you've been but <laughs> like honestly like if there's any any of the famous games ever it's one of them like yeah, it's one of the most sure. famous games ever made um 
I don't even know if I should give a synopsis. Like, how would how do you? It's it's a JRPG, and it's, I mean, it's a Final Fantasy story. You you play as you know a hero who has to save the world. So yeah, okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's <laughs> uh, since it's a remake, this is not a traditional turn based JRPG. It is an action based uh, JRPG that has some turn based ish. Uh, mechanics like being able to go into menus and kind of slow down the game dramatically to decide things you can swap between characters uh, like Dragon Age and stuff yeah Yeah. you can swap between characters at any time whoever's in your party Uh, you know material systems back so you can equip material into your weapons to change properties Um, very story centric game very story centric game Um, and a lot of crazy visual stuff going on as per usual with Final Fantasy in general, but also just Square Enix games. Uh, we both played it and uh, yeah, we'll go with your impressions first. And okay. of course let people know that you've beaten it pretty much. Uh, so before this, you know, if you, if you saw the, our game of the year episode, uh, you probably already seen our opinions on this game. Yours may have adjusted a little bit because you still have game to play there. Yeah, um, I had beaten it by that time. Nothing's changed, obviously, since then. I, I literally turned it on, did a couple side things that I, I had neglected, like getting people's level two limit breaks and stuff like that. Um, and that was it. I didn't put a lot of time into it just because I don't really have a lot left to do in the game. So um, <clears throat> that being said, uh, this game is really really good and i'm really happy to be able to say that because uh there was a time where if square would have said they were making a remake of this game i would have been like don't no no don't touch it don't touch it there was a time yeah. there's rumors for years and years <laughs> and years that they're like you know they're saving it. it's like their trump card like yeah. are they gonna use it i'm like not right now don't make it you guys are yeah. making shit and fortunately by the time they announced it they were um getting past their their arrogant phase and, and getting back into the uh we need to make good products phase so yep. Um, and they're thriving right now, and I really uh, look forward to the games they make. Them, Capcom, mm-hmm. somebody else. Capcom just loosened up on their streaming stuff too. So crazy. Um. So yeah, that being said, uh, you you kind of touched up on on one part of it. The game's beautiful. It's a Square Enix game, and it's their flagship series. So um, it's their flagship of the flagships. Yeah. So, so like it's beautiful. Yeah. Like every aspect of it, it's uh, it has some loading things sometimes, but that's just you know console um, holding it back essentially. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really good looking game. They did such an amazing job of bringing um, the PlayStation One game to the modern era, and it still feels like you're in the same place. Uh, yeah, they did an, they did an incredible job on translating. I. Anybody set who's, camera angles and set pieces to yeah, a any, 3D anybody space. who's a fan of the original Final Fantasy VII in some way, even if you might have not liked this for some reason, uh, I think you still appreciate uh, how authentic it feels. Yeah, it's super realized. Yeah, um, they didn't, this isn't like a one-off. Just kind of fuck around, find out if it's gonna sell or not. Like, yeah. it, there's a lot of fucking passion in this. Um, yeah. What else? The uh, the voice acting is really good. Um, which I appreciate the only voice actor I don't like, um, without getting too spoilery about the game, um, is a certain villain 
that is very famous. Fa- yeah, is very famous in the game. Um, his English voice actor does not fit, in my opinion, at all. Because he talks like this. Hello, it's, Cloud. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, which sucks because everyone else is really good. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Um, That's becoming more and more a thing, though, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would, uh, I think it'd be a, a, a sin to not mention the music in Final Fantasy. Is incredible. Uh, it is it's absolutely amazing. amazing. Yeah. Still gives me goosebumps, especially the title screen mm-hmm. or the type, not the title screen. Um, what's that the called? Intro sequence. Yeah, where the title shows yeah. up. That'll never not give me goosebumps. Yeah, it's so good. It's so perfectly timed. Um, I was around just doing mundane bullshit, and I was listening to music that I recognized from back in the day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I man, they they have uh a great assortment of people who do music at square. And I hope that never changes. Cause it's God, even definitely... their games. Aren't that great. The fucking music's great. <laughs> they don't fuck around on that. They don't fuck no. around on two things, three things. It's typical, typically CGI music and particle effects. Oh yeah. That's what square. They does. like flashy. <laughs> yeah. Every game is just lights everywhere and shit. I'm like, okay. Uh, so then, uh, to move into like the combat aspect of it, uh, obviously for some people, this is not the direction they wanted it to go. And whether they gave it a shot or they didn't give it a shot, it may not be their thing. Um, you know, for me, the original game still exists. I can still go back and play that. I probably still would go back and play that. I love that game. Um, this is a different game. And I do they, think they the feel way- so, and they, they feel so attached, but also so independent. I don't think yeah. either game takes anything from the other one. So like, if you prefer the way Final Fantasy VII played, that game is still like its own fantastic, great, and playable yeah. game in 2021. Uh, whereas this game is way more than an homage, but it's its own game as well. Just telling that story in a yeah. different way with different gameplay that's modern. No, and I, and I 100% agree with that. Um, they also made characters feel like individual combat styles, which is really awesome. Um, they toyed around with that up a little bit in Final Fantasy 15, especially with the DLCs. This is a much more realized version of that, and it's great. You know, Barrett's playstyle, Tifa's playstyle, uh, Aerith's playstyle, and Cloud's playstyle are all completely different, um, and it's really easy to kind of fall into like which one's your favorite. And they have different like uh, things they're good at. I actually found myself playing Barrett a lot through my playthrough because mm. he's the tank essentially. He can they, just take rounds. I think they do a really good job of also kind of giving you a reason to switch characters oh, because yeah. they're all different feeling. Um, what if a boss like runs away and they're on the yeah. wall? You can't swing a sword at him. Exactly. So um, you can cast spells or you can switch to Barrett and, and uh, you know, being able to like, for me at least put like taunts on him, defensive spells and stuff like that. Um, and then I could just issue commands to people. They'd essentially murder him while I just sat there as an in, it, uh, immovable object. Yeah, it was really neat to be able to play around with that. The materia system, um, I'm glad they kept it because they could have very easily been like, well, you know, we don't want to do that this time. They kept it and they, they made it this whole system with uh, choices that you get to make, whether you want you know hit points or attack or, or, or life or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I already said hit points. Sorry. I'm repeating myself, but you kind of get the point. You get to like choose, pick and choose like what attributes you want for each character um, in their, uh, in the weapon system. And then, the, then you get to add material on top of that. Um, 
and they added new material that's that doesn't exist in the other game because it is an action game so that it gave them the ability to have different types of material and i think uh it worked out really well in that regard uh if i have a nitpick about the game they do stray from the original story and so the game battles with my nostalgia a lot it's not the game's fault <laughs> it's it's an interesting topic because i've just to be transparent i haven't beaten this i think i'm on like chapter seven so i'm not that far into it but um but I've already i've seen quite a bit of things that are different and one thing i like about it is their surprises mm-hmm. uh some of the stuff is light enough too that i, I kind of like it because it just kind of fluffs up the story and gives you more to chew on yeah and then some of the stuff is like very different and <laughs> yeah. um and even where i'm at it's it's like that and i don't dislike it it's just i, I like i said a positive to it is i'm like whoa this is different this is kind of interesting but i don't know how much that's going to change stuff but at the same time you know a negative to that is like there is an expectation of the story and it does make me go well if they're changing this much how much is it going to change the outcome of where the story arc goes yeah. uh, in later iterations of this game as it progresses. Um, I don't know because I haven't gotten there yet, but it is something I, I think about when I play it you know, when those ghost things are flying around shit. Yeah. Um, yes. I think my biggest, my biggest nitpick without spoiling anything because you haven't beaten it. Yeah. And just in case you haven't beaten it, because it j- did just come out this month and it's a big game. Um, but they lean a lot on Advent Children, and I think it's a little weird. I like that it's included because it should be – it's part of the, the world. I, I, I like think that they it, lean on it hard. I I really like that Advent Children has been treated like canon ever since that movie. Like when people are like, there's no good video game movies. I'm like, Advent Children. Yeah. That's a good video game movie. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's also like – it's also canon. Like, it's not just, like, a fun little, like, one-off thing of, like, look what they get into in this one, guys. It's, like, legit canon. It's post Final Fantasy VII. Um, and so I do think it does – I think it, it, it is a good thing to bridge those things with this game. They have an opportunity to do that. But when you're saying they might be doing too much, I haven't gotten to that point, but – it does make me go like, well, you definitely could lean into that too far and maybe muddy, you know, you're kind of rewriting things at this point then if you're trying to really make it fit or lean into it too much in the sense of like, you know, they had some ideas over there and it might change everything here now. Yeah. And uh, so it, it is concerning to hear you say that because, I mean, you're a huge Final Fantasy fan, you're a huge Final Fantasy Seven fan, so you're not going to say that lightly. Yeah. Um, well, like I said earlier, the game like battles with my nostalgia a lot. So, like, um, I'm not saying necessarily it's wrong, but so far, from what I've seen, um, I think the next game is really going to shift or really kind of solidify any opinion I have because I'm I'm kind of in a weird like loose place right now mentally with this game. Without saying anything about it, how do you feel about the ending? People who have been there are going to want to know. I think the next game is going to dictate that for me 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, because my nostalgia screams at me, like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. <laughs> it's a sin. But I'm also like, there's a vision here they're going for. What if they do and something? If, and if the journey ends in the same spot, um, 
I feel like that's what they're going to do. The the journey can be different. And so I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> to be okay with it. So, what if it goes in a different direction in some ways and it's better? Would that be great? You'd um, accept a new yeah, I'm fine with that. route that's satisfying. Well, and we I already brought this up earlier, but Final Fantasy 7 exists. Yeah. Right? That's something people get really weird about. I'm like, dude, it's still around. Play. I can go play that game and have that experience yep. still. And it's done. It's complete. And it's on sale still. I can buy it on my PS5 if I wanted to or on Steam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, you can get it anywhere. Yeah, it's it's not gone. So I can still play that game. Um, it's like when they reboot like movies and stuff. You're like, ah, like I agree. I think the state of Hollywood is complete garbage and has been forever. But uh, for a long time, I think it's awful. But um, but when they reboot movies, you're like, ah, man, I'm like, don't watch it. Yeah. Watch the original. If you like the original so much, don't watch that shit or watch it. Maybe you'll like it or watch it and you won't like it. But the the original is still fucking there. Just go watch that. Yeah. Uh, it's like when they talk about making a Silent Hill movie or not Silent Hill when they did talk about Silent Hill. But then like when they talk about Uncharted or like Last of Us, I'm like, try it out. See what happens. Yeah. But you don't need it because those are fucking movies and they're sure. better than the movie's going to be most likely. So, yeah, people get really weird about that kind of thing. And Final Fantasy Seven, you know, if you don't like where it went or whatever. It kind of sucks because there's the potential of what they did financially, what they did, uh, you know, passionately with with this developer making this experience. And if they don't nail it, it does feel like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, you love Final Fantasy VII that much, it's it's still there. You can still play it. Yeah. Nothing changes. 100%. So that being said, since we're talking about this one, though, um, and because I, I obviously I need to pass the ball to you. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to have as much to say because I haven't beaten it. But. Uh, my overall experience is positive. Um, I'm just emphasizing concerns I have because I do think um, with the risks they're taking with the storytelling, uh, they have to nail it. Because yeah. right now I'm feeling cautious. <laughs> feeling uneasy on these uncharted waters. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. so, I do have an expectation, unfortunately. <laughs> So oh, yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna nail all the major beats of the story, though. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna go into those, even though that game's been out forever. But like, you know, certain deaths, certain uh, character arcs, stuff like that. I think they're gonna still find a route to those. Uh, I've, I've already played a couple parts that are just filler. It feels like anime filler, but I love it because it's giving me more character development, world building. Yeah, and I really, really dig it. Um, it does feel extra as fuck for sure. Like there's like I'm like, what is all this? But I, I, I like it. It's, it's, yeah. it's fleshing out the story. But uh, it feels like it, a video game when they do that too. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. They definitely still keep it feeling kind of like fun and gamey and stuff like that. Um, but I do worry, like doing that too much. If you start touching like major story beats, it could be like, "Whoa, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. doing that?" So, but I don't know. So, like, like I said, I'm I'm not as far as I thought I was. I, I booted <laughs> up the game and I was like, I completely lied. I didn't even not on purpose. Like, I play a lot of games, so I got confused with another game on how far I was into it. So, uh, anything else? No, I, it's it's a huge get. Uh, I would say that this this month in general was it's was, was amazing. Big gets, yeah, so. I mean, if you're bitching about what PlayStation Plus gives, I think this yeah. month has been a really good month. But I think Final Fantasy VII being one of the games is like, I mean, maybe you're not into it, and that's that's fair. Yeah. But maybe you're one of those people that when people are like, "Oh man, we're getting fucking FIFA or whatever," they're like, "I like FIFA." Um, to each their own. But yeah. um, it's it's a big game, and I think <laughs> it's kind of crazy they gave it out. Yeah. Um, while still going, oh, if you want to upgrade to the PS5 version, you got to go buy it still. 
That was a weird decision. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I get it, but I it's know. interesting, especially mm-hmm. announcing that when you just released it on PlayStation Plus. It's like, you can have this, but, 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 but. you can fucking buy that shit still, though. It's really interesting. <sighs> it is interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't have a hard opinion. I just think it's funny timing. Yeah, Square, if there's one thing they've always been kind of weird about, it's... Having a website that works well. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, they're really weird about like per, per license uh, ownership. So, yeah, I think it's a lot of Japanese companies, though. Yeah, they get they there's like different rules over there with certain things. Like when it comes to like layers, putting videos up with stuff from their videos, they're like, nope, take that down. It's like it's just it's fair use. <laughs> um, So I'm going to jump in. I'm not going to talk as much about it. I'm just going to talk about the things that I've kind of experienced so far. Uh, We've already kind of gushed about this already. I love Final Fantasy VII. It is my favorite Final Fantasy, although I really liked XV a lot too, which was surprising. Um, And uh, and really great villain in that one too. But uh, but yeah, Final Fantasy VII, amazing. So of course, we were hyped going into this game when it was coming out played it then i didn't beat it because i play so many games it's easy for me to fall out of games and i try and return to stuff and stuff like that so it was cool to return to it this month um and play it and as soon as i start playing hear the music goosebumps fucking love it it's a goddamn spiritual experience for me hearing the music (laughs) of final fantasy 7 especially the way they've redone it in this like amazing orchestral legit modern uh sound um sounds the same but also just sounds so enhanced because uh, they redid it all um, and some of the songs they've kind of redone a bit but it still was really cool um, returning to that world is amazing uh, I like the combat I know it was kind of not a lot of people complained about it but some people did and I respect it um, but I, I like it I think it's a cool combat system I think it's smart I, I like it better than 15's combat system um, mm-hmm. Because it's actiony, but also gives you that chance to take a pause real quick. You know, someone's swinging at you, like, whoa, whoa, and you hit the, you know, slow down button. You got plenty of time to kind of figure things out. Also allows you to do some uh, interesting things when you're trying to heal everybody and it, shit's happening too quick. You're like, whoa, hold on, hold on. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, you heal this person, you start healing this person, you do this. And I think it's a really cool system. I think it's a really good middle ground between action and uh, turn based uh, RPGs. Yeah. Um, this game is incredible looking. Not just graphically, the graphics, there's games that look better than it, but it, like on a graphical level, but it's a very good looking graphical game, especially that PS5 upgrade. That shit's looking fucking good. But uh, design wise, aesthetic wise, it's, 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 it's my fucking nostalgia. Like, but I love looking at this game. Mm. The character models are amazing looking and they're so, even though they're slightly different, they are so authentic feeling. Nothing feels, it doesn't feel like I've skipped a beat. Like, I feel like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. Uh, The voice acting accompanied with these characters, uh, I think is good. Um, The world is awesome. Um, It's a very flashy game uh, in its combat, but of course it's, it's, uh, you know, a Final Fantasy game. But, um... You know, it looks really good. Uh, The cinematics, uh, the way they're done is really good. And they happen all the time. They put a lot of work into this game constantly. There's different cinematics happening. There's crazy set pieces happening. People doing crazy shit on motorcycles and shit. And, uh, you know, the the old anime nerd in me is just watching this shit going like, oh, this is crazy stuff to watch. But also just the fan of Final Fantasy seeing the stuff like, you know, 
being uh, shown in this way now um, <laughs> is is just so cool. Um, I fucking love it. Uh, story so far where I'm at um, is following pretty closely to what I remember of the original, although there has been a couple parts that are very extra. They're like, hey, let's go sneak and do this little fun side mission for the main thing. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Let's go find out. And it's fun. It just kind of builds the characters more. Um, There's a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, and it's cool because when people are like, wait, this is going to be episodic. They're like, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. We're not going to use that word anymore. It's not episodic. It's, this, is, this is just like a full game. Uh, I think they, they did well on that, on that um, clarification. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the game. It feels like a full game. It feels like the original story that's going to be cut up into its own, you know, you could have like the whole story of like Lord of the Rings, but then you set it up as a trilogy same thing with this they're taking the whole thing setting it up as, as different games and i think they've done a good job because this feels like a full ass game yeah um like very much so it feels like a triple a full ass game and uh and yeah I, I got no complaints about the way they're doing it so far i haven't been in the game i like i've said already um and yeah uh i don't really I, I i will only gush about this game so i don't really know where to go with this conversation outside of where i'm at in the game so far i don't have any complaints really about where it's going um i will see how it goes i've seen a lot of people after, after beating the game like love it but it was interesting after this game had come out and some people started beating it i started hearing some people go like oh, i don't know how i feel about it nobody was like complaining about it yeah i didn't hear one person say they disliked it yeah but i heard some people have reactions that I was not expecting. They're like, oh, I was okay. Or like, oh, I liked it, but, or they'd be like, well, I don't know where it's going. And I'm like, hmm, it's very interesting. Yeah. So they're doing something that's, that's, you know, unexpected, which I can respect. But at the same time, you got to nail it. If you're going to do that shit, you got, you got, hopefully you got a good plan. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to trust them because I think they've, they've done a really good job on this game. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't think this game's a cash grab. It, there's so much work put into it. Um, but yeah, uh, combat's fun. I already kind of touched on that. Uh, seeing these characters. One thing, and we've talked about this before. One thing I love about this game is the characters feel like the way they were in the original game. And if you maybe didn't play the original Final Fantasy VII or it's been a while, that was like pixelated little chubby characters on a screen and like text boxes just going and you're just like reading it and people are just doing little animation stuff going and playing this game i'm like yeah this is this is that yeah like the stuff i was getting from just that is being translated into these characters that are all talking and and walking around in these cinematic ways and um barrett feels like barrett cloud feels like cloud tifa feels like tifa the one thing i'm gonna give them too is like the way barrett was written in the 90s mm-hmm. obviously doesn't necessarily translate super well now but they still made him feel like that character with more of like ted days like talking styles well and he he reminds me of barrett from advent children um a yeah. lot too uh i mean obviously the same character but um his energy in advent children i think is in this and obviously that energy couldn't translate the same on the original game because the limitations of what you can do graphically and stuff like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. they would have to make full on CGI renders of him doing stuff to translate what we're getting from him now. So, um, but when I see him, it's one of those things where I'm like, Oh, he kind of reminds me of him and Advent children, which I felt like was a, 
you know him in the future after Final Fantasy 7 version so it kind of is another bridge maybe um the the thing though that that I'm really happy with is like you know I hear Tifa talk I'm not upset um Cloud that's one that if you fucked up I would have been pissed I, I wouldn't be able to handle that because I'm like I love Cloud as a character yeah. I love all the characters but like there's there's a there there he is the way he is and if you don't nail that it would like ruin the whole. It wouldn't ruin the whole the game, whole game, but it would be really disappointing. Yeah, Sephiroth, I can kind of look past a little bit. I'm not happy with the way his voice sounds, but his character model looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, the, I had this conversation with Chris, and I'm not going to talk about his opinion, obviously. But for me, I have an issue because in Japanese, um, in the multiple v- v- uh, versions of him outside of Kingdom Hearts, because I'm not going to include that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if the voice the voice actor has changed, he still comes off as like this sickly dude. Like he's sick in the head, right? Mm-hmm. And in English, they always try to make him come off like cool, and I hate it. Cool and like, <laughs> it's almost like they're using like the voice actors they use for like some kind of pompous rich dude yeah, I villain. I, I don't like it, man. and that's not Sephiroth because Sephiroth's fucking demented. We've talked about it on the channel multiple times, yeah. but he's fucking crazy. And like the Japanese voice actors. Uh, they, they, they typically, whoever's picking those voice actors, find somebody for that vision. That's the original vision. Yeah. But then in English, like it's over, it comes over here and they're like, well, he's a villain. What, what, give him like a Bond villain voice like that. It's like, no, that's not that's not his character at all. So it's a, it's a misstep for sure. And it's a common one, it seems, with Sephiroth. Because yeah. every time I hear his voice, I'm never really happy with it. But in this, it's not the voice actor's not bad. It's just, I think, a, it's a misstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he does... He does the good. job yeah. fine. Nothing but, like, against the actor. Fit yeah. him. Um, bad, the, bad casting. When I first started the game and I first heard him talk, I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, but everybody else is like, oh, wow, they did a good job. They yeah. did a good job. They did a good job. Um, yeah, I don't, I feel like I'm just going to waste time if I keep talking about this. I, I really like it a lot. Yeah. And uh, when I beat it, I will be curious to see where I'm at because I'm not yet at the point where I'm like, I don't know where they're going with this. Hopefully they don't fuck it up. I'm not there yet. So, um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. So let's jump into recommendations. I'll let you start that one. Uh, okay. So if you're, you know, if you like Final Fantasy seven, yeah. <laughs> I think you're kind of obligated to at least Probably try it. played it. If you didn't, <laughs> if you somehow you're like, wait, there's a remake. Yes. Yeah, so it. it's free on PlayStation Plus. Get it right now. Uh, so yeah, Square Games, JRPGs. Um, I'd even say Western RPGs because they did they did definitely uh, try to appeal to both audiences by that the, with the hybrid system that they use. It does remind me a lot of it's gonna be a weird example, I suppose, but like the Dragon Qu- Dragon Age games where they're in real time, but if you need a moment, you pause. Um, even if for some reason you're somebody who hears the word RPG and you're like, ugh. Which would be weird because almost every game nowadays is in some way influenced by an RPG. Every game is an RPG nowadays. But um, this is an action game. Yeah, it's 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 a kind of turn based sometimes if you need it uh, action game. If you like games like Devil, it's not Devil May Cry, but if you like a game like Devil May Cry where you're hacking and slashing through people and shit, (laughs) you're gonna have you're gonna play this and not go like, oh god, it's an RPG. You're gonna go, okay, I can fucking run around, I can block, I can hit people and shit. So yeah. And all the characters feel different, which is great. So if you don't like one, like I'm not the biggest fan of playing as Cloud. <laughs> I like him, but I kept playing Tifa. Tifa's way better. She's, she's more assaultive. Yeah. Uh, Cloud's a counterattack person. So um, he feels powerful, but I just like I, I like the way Tifa feels. She yeah, she's way better. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, so yeah, JRPGs, Western RPGs, action games, um, Square Enix games in general. Uh, yeah. Though I feel like you've already played it at that point if you're a Square Enix mm. fan. Yeah, get Final Fantasy and Square Enix out there. If you're a fan <laughs> of that and for some reason haven't played this, play it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and cinematic games, actually, because there's a yep. lot of cinematics in this game. Yeah. Um, if you it's enjoy like good music in games. Metal Gear Solid level cinematics. There's a lot. There's a lot, yeah. Which um, I love. The music is absolutely amazing. Like, Square games are usually ones I actually buy soundtracks to. That, that's it's, how much I want to push. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, how good the music is. Um, and if you like games that offer, like, larger than life scenery i mean midgard <laughs> is nothing but larger than like reality like mm-hmm. it's crazy so um it's very imaginative in its design yeah think battle angel would be a good way to word that just a little bit different speaking of battle angel i'll throw out if you like anime you might like yeah. this game if you're a big anime fan I'm not saying final fantasy 7 is an anime but there are definitely some anime beats there for sure they're you know and a lot of japanese games but you know people with big crazy hair and the, the game can be very serious but also kind of go into this goofy area real quick which i love me too yeah. i love it because it, it it kind of takes away from serious notes which the breaks I think is, are nice yeah yeah it's one thing about like um not to get into anime talk but like berserk something that's missing a little bit is sometimes it's just fucking brutal for a while and you're like oh i think fuck. puck fills that role though pretty well He's a break in yeah, the later, yeah, the original series. It's like all the characters you no, really, sure. <laughs> really like are also all this show up, and you're like, oh, please do something that's lighthearted. Yeah. But then something bad happens at the end, and you're like, well, fuck me. Anyway, <laughs> this game's kind of like that. Or yeah, might be eventually. I don't know. Sci-fi. If you like sci-fi games, if you like inventive, creative sci-fi games, something only Final Fantasy does. Final Fantasy does sci-fi like nobody else. And this game showcases that, and it's authentic as fuck to the original one with the weird train robots and shit. I love it so much. I see these things, and I'm like, that shit was weird in the 90s, and it's fucking here again, rendered in beautiful graphics. Fighting a house again was really weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's awesome. I love that they didn't go like, well, does that make sense in 2020 or whatever the fuck this game came out? 2020, 2019, I don't remember. Um... They didn't do that. They're like, yeah. no, we're making Final Fantasy Seven. They yeah. did it. Which, thank you, by the way, for not removing things. If you like quiet, stoic, uh, underappreciated heroes, play this game. He's a bit of an emo kid, but yeah. He is. <laughs> but, uh... I always, I always really like characters that uh, are like the unsung hero. Yeah. Like Salt Snake, Guts from Berserk. I'm just bringing up shit about Berserk for some reason. But uh, Cloud's not the same, but he is similar in some ways. And that's definitely a pull for me. But that's just me saying I like Final Fantasy Seven at this point. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much it for recommendations. Yeah, I can't really think of anything to add to that. I mean, I added sci-fi games. It's it's a sci-fi game, but it's really like... Yeah, it's not high fantasy at all. It's yeah, definitely science yeah, fiction. It's strip sci-fi, and it's nice to revisit um, nowadays. Because 
I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> I, I can't think of a reason. Final um, Fantasy is really, uh, it's been sci-fi for a while now. Um, yeah. Not to go but, off but, the tangent too but, much, but, but 16 this, will be high fan. This, this, and I'm very excited about that yeah. because I, I wanted them to go back to that. Um, because for a while now they've been doing that like metallic, mm. fucking clean Final Fantasy 13 and 15 uh, sci-fi that feels kind of sterile and returning to Final Fantasy 7 it has this weird grungy only could have been thought up in the 90s <laughs> uh, style to it where people were wearing fucking stomach high pants and shit and have metal bolts in their shoulder and people are just dressed a certain way and you're fighting fucking houses and stuff mm-hmm. like there's just a there's just a thing to the 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 style of Final Fantasy VII that I love, and it's sci-fi is so different than so many games. I don't know what else to add. You pretty much nailed it all. Yeah, I mean it's a little steampunky. I guess I throw that in yeah. there too. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like big epic stories. Yeah. This one's not fully realized yet, but it's if it's gonna fall Final Fantasy VII in any way, uh, it's big and, and a little weird. So, if you like things big and a little weird, <laughs> play Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy stories in general are like that, though. I mean, Final Fantasy four, you go to the moon. So true. Um, anything else? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, who created first last time? I believe I did. Okay, I'm gonna give this an A. That A is pushing against um, uh, a cap that could turn to an A plus if I beat this and love it. Uh, or maybe go down to an A minus if I'm kind of unsure where it's at. But I feel very uh, adamant. Uh, a feels very comfortable to me. Given A minus, I feel like is too low for me personally where I'm at in the game. I love everything I'm seeing so far. I love playing the game. Um, I love the music. I mean, we already gushed about this thing for a while now. Um, it's a fantastic game where I'm at and uh, in the game. That could change. But uh, yeah, I just feel really good giving it an A. It's it's a stellar game. Yeah. So, I don't remember what I graded it during the game of year discussion. I do know that it was my runner-up. Um, I've had time to obviously sit and think about and digest the game a little more at this point. So, um, if my greatest change, that's probably why. I don't think you had beaten it yet. I did right yeah. right before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't really have time to really kind of digest it yet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it an A minus because it has put my mental state <laughs> in a little bit of a weird place disarray um and funny enough if the next game comes out and it just uh justifies the the changes in the story i actually think that would retroactively change the grade of this game so yeah that's the interesting thing is it sounds like you're kind of stuck in an unknowing area of mm-hmm. you don't know how you can feel about it yet Sim- similar to when I watched uh, uh, the f- fucking Force Awakens, Star Wars mm. Force Awakens. I was like, what are they doing with this? And uh, then they did that. Then Star Wars and, happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So, yeah, I, who it's not going to be that bad, but um, mm-hmm. I understand that kind of intersection. You come to it and that's the end. You're like, so where are we going? Yeah. So. It's interesting. That's why I can give it that confident A because I haven't gotten to that point yet. So that might change as soon as I get there. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I did give it an A range because it is a fantastic game. So. I yeah, I can't imagine giving it a B or anything no. below. I, I can't even. I, I, 
I would feel like bad almost, I think. <laughs> yeah, they put so. they put way too much passion and work into it to to and the things that matter feel authentic outside of where the story could go. Like yeah. they nailed everything else. So um now it's just kind of like up in the air of like, okay, well where are you taking us? But outside of that everything's everything else is great. So So A and A minus. What uh you got anything else you wanna say on that? Um, I look forward to the the future game or games. Um, I'm also curious when the mobile game comes out because it's going to be an active turn-based free-to-play game that's going to play through the entire story of Seven, including things like Advent Children and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm just looking forward to the future of, of Seven in general. So that that's great. Um, and Final Fantasy right now, 16 is looking amazing. I I have I want to see more on it. Huge confidence in the people working on it though, because Final Fantasy 14 is one of my favorite Final Fantasies ever. Um, it's true. I think the story, um, Shadowbringer specifically, rivals uh, every other Final Fantasy. So crazy, but I've heard it more and more from more and more people. Yeah. So and if you like 15's villain. I, I have a hard time imagining you would think uh, poorly of Shadowbringers villains. So. Yeah, that was the magic of 15 is like, at first I'm like, this guy's a fucking dork. And by the, by, by the end, I'm like, holy shit, he's one of the best Final Fantasy villains. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Um, so I always, I always like being surprised like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll probably talk forever on this. So uh, let us know in the comments, what'd you guys think of Final Fantasy VII Remake? Please try to avoid spoilers or at least put a spoiler warning if you want to go into the details of that. I don't want it spoiled for me, but I know a lot of other people may still be playing it and don't want it spoiled as well. Yeah. But definitely let us know what you thought of the game. Do you think they hit it, nailed it? Do you think they knocked out of the park? Do you think they did pretty good, but kind of maybe you're doing some things you're not really into? What do you think about the combat? I know that one was kind of controversial before the game came out after that i didn't hear much about it uh are you satisfied with it uh do you like what they did uh with the characters uh the environments you think it feels authentic i know you love the music um and Otherwise, uh, you don't have ears yeah, yeah if you liked <laughs> the original music you like this music most likely um and what do you think about where the story potentially could be going are you worried about it are you confident do you like where it's going or are you like i hate this what are they doing let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. That's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club for March. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on social media, link down below. And also our streams, links down below. Um, we have Discord link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, sharing this video, and subscribing if you're brand new. Quick reminder that I will be gone this weekend. So Game of the Month will be coming out at like the very end of the month. So like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. maybe Thursday. So that is coming and Chris will be picking the game of the month for next month and giving us his opinions on what we just talked about. And of course, among us, which we will be talking about uh, later. So Probably stay tuned. An hour and a half though. No, no <laughs> two games here. I had a lot to say on what we did. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I should probably stop clicking shit in the, the mic. And uh, yeah, my name is Seth. I'm Chevy till next episode, which will be uh, the beginning of next week. Have a good one guys and take it easy.